I've been on the road with the podcast. Today is still Saturday, January the 2nd. And I was thinking tonight, I was like, I and I know I said this 2019 December that I was going to stop with the spiritual stuff and stop giving spiritual messages. And then as things would have it, I did it all year in 2020. And I feel, and then the message came to me again tonight that maybe it's time to hand the reins over. We're in the, we have Saturn and Aquarius now. My moon is in Capricorn like that. Okay. I feel that because we're in an energetic change or energetic shift that somebody else should take the spiritual reins of giving the spiritual messages and maybe they could take us on into a different era like that. And is what I feel is like that. And I even feel that I stated a couple of months ago that when Saturn goes into Aquarius, that new spiritual people will be coming forward and giving messages and things like that. And I've been doing this for four years. So I think that, and I know last year, 2019, I was staying in December, I tried to stop then and it wasn't time, but I feel like it's time, it's time now. So I was thinking that tonight and I was like, well, maybe I need to sleep on it and see how I feel about it in the morning. I was thinking about not giving any spiritual messages, just focusing on the accountability classes and my other work that I have and maybe still doing tarot readings on the other platforms. And that was it because with the podcast, I'm noticing that I like doing more of what I'm doing, talking about all types of things that aren't spiritual, that aren't about giving spiritual advice. I like, I guess it's about connecting to the collective consciousness. I like reading things that I found and researching different things that could be quite practical. I feel that the time for the spirit, because the four years when I was giving it spiritual advice, everybody scattered anyway. So maybe now with that being unplugged, they'll go get the spiritual advice from somebody that they want to get it from like that. So that is my resignation. Now I found this online and also I had some good news tonight. After I had that thought, I emailed my Pisces, which is which is my youngest daughter that I told y'all about, which is a good omen came from her about the change that is underway also. Because I was like, okay, and you all may not get the message from me. It's cryptic. You all may not get the message or receive it the way I received it, but it's most definitely cryptic. Because I was like, okay, what are, you, what are you up to? And she was like, good eating. I was like, what are you eating? And she said an apple. Now, because I didn't have to pay for the apple, I know that change is afoot. So I'm very proud of her because she is independent now. So anyway, I remember when I was talking about last week about poverty or last month about poverty and about connecting with the collective consciousness and finding out how do they think about a lot of things that are going on in the world and seeing what their perspective is and how that perspective has gotten us where we are, held us back, or how to move us forward from point A to point B newly. Now, this is what I came across. And what made me research this is because of what I was talking about this morning in one of the podcasts about clothing. And I want to get perspectives that was different, that were different than mine and see how 
people in the general public view certain groups of people, certain classes of people, and how a certain thought process has gotten us here, and what, how would things change from that point like that? Now, and what we could do better and how we could think better, or are we already thinking better and are we already doing better? Now, and they state, why do most rich people wear simple clothes and why do people who are not very rich tend to dress more exotically? That was somebody's question. Now, these are the answers. I had a professor once who did a lot of research on this. All people attempt to impress their neighbors to some extent. Their finances depend on what they can do and how they would do it. This is oversimplification, but his research basically showed the following. Poor people impressed by what they wear, clothes, bling, etc. That is because they cannot afford to display in any other way. Now, that's what that person wrote. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel that it could be a little bit more simple than the depths of these answers. I feel that if if I feel that people, when they have the opportunity, it could, it could be as simple as people, when they have the opportunity to buy something nice, to spend their money on something nice, that could be extravagant or look at it as extravagant, they're going to they're gonna take the opportunity and do it. Like that. And that all people, no matter their income status, want to have nice things. And when you have the opportunity to buy it, obviously more times than not is going to be purchased like that. I think that some things are more simple than these answers make them out to be. And these are men answering the question. The men are in the hot seat with a different, a lot of different topics. Now, and this person also states middle-class people impressed by what they drive. A trendy car, and maybe or maybe a boat or a bunch of motorized toys like four four wheelers. They can afford, they can afford the bling, but do not want to look poor. However, they can't afford to radically change their lifestyle to show off. So he's stating that the the, the research that the professor did stated that the middle class people they can afford to bling the jury but they don't want to get the bling because they know that the bling makes them look poor because usually poor people are wearing the bling when they can afford to buy it this is what the professor researched okay now i don't know about that upper middle class and wealthy people impress either by where they live or where they go some live in nice show houses in trendy neighborhoods some are the millionaire next door types that live in a regular house, but take a trip to Europe or the Amazons each year. Having an expensive car won't impress any of their neighbors, but they can't afford to have a college named after them. Very wealthy people try to impress by what they do. The wealthiest like to have buildings named after them, like Carnegie Hall or the, is it the, Jeffen School of Medicine? Is it Jeffen or Jeffen? School of Medicine? Think about it. What could Bill Gates or Warren Buffett wear or drive that will make anyone more impressed? 
help develop internet access to all the libraries in the tel- in in the U- in the U.S. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation or buy ABC Television and General Motors, Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, and you have something. Okay. There are some theories that say this effect actually works in the other direction. Poor people stay poor because they spend money on bling instead of saving for a decent vehicle. The trendy vehicles the middle class drive are usually too expensive, lose value, and are bought with interest payments. This actually stops the middle class from becoming wealthy. The upper middle class and wealthy people end up spending too much in upkeep and property taxes on their homes. These people would say that very would say that the very wealthy became that way because they were not concerned about how other people see their clothes, vehicle, and home and concentrate on doing important things. Now, that's the research that he stated, the conclusion that his professor came to. Now, for me, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. Somebody said it's very well written and very true and that the rich people that they know will rather rent ball gowns, tuxes and lease their cars to save money. I know that people with money are always looking for deals and discounts. That's a lot. See, and, and it's we, we have when you're thinking about young people that are watching this on YouTube, watching people be flashy with their money on YouTube, on television, they don't always know the secrets to how people with money are getting those things. They don't know that a lot of people that are wealthy are are a lot of people with money are buying things at discount prices. Even when you watch, like if you, if those of you that watch fashion videos and you'll see people with the, with the high end things, most of you may know that they are, they are great at shopping. They are waiting for certain times to, to shop and invest money. They're using discount codes also. And then some of them are outright purchasing it and they are looking at those purchases, a lot of them as investments. Sometimes they could purchase and they could sell it, resell it. It depends. A lot of them are buying things that are classic, that are timeless pieces that could be worn and had for many, many years that don't go out of style. Only the super wealthy are able to follow trends with clothing because trends, and I'm not trendy. I always stated that when people would describe me on YouTube as being in the fashion, I'm not in the fashion because someone I like clothing though. Someone that is in the fashion for me is someone that follows trends. They could tell you what's in. They could tell you what the brands are. They could tell you what's coming out next season. They could tell you what was out last season. They could tell you when it won't be popular anymore. I don't shop like that. I shop by what looks good. What is classic, what I can have for a long time. What is gonna wear well what is a quality that can stand the test of time being dry clean or being washing machine i also told you all a couple of years ago how when i was younger i would have a, a high dry cleaning bill because i would keep clothes for so long five year seven year almost 10 year period i would have the same thing N- not really in the shoes if i purchase a purse which i do have name brand purses and and name brand clothing, but the majority of what I have isn't name brand. 
But if, when I purchase something that is name brand, especially a purse, it's going to be a purse that's classic. It's going to be a purse that doesn't go out of style. Even me with jewelry, I'm going to get simple jewelry. I wear the same thing all the time. Simple pieces of jewelry like that, that are kind of expensive, but they're going to always stay in style. I like classic pieces that don't go out of style I like that, that are wearable on a day-to-day basis like that. And then some pieces that you put up and it's only wear on special occasions. A lot of young kids, and we're talking about people that are wealthy. Now, which isn't me, is where a lot of young kids, when we, people that are looked at as role models that have money, they need to take into consideration younger people that could be looking at this and thinking that, okay, and trying to keep up with that and wanting to do that and not understanding how, not understanding that some of these people have money to throw away and not understanding these people could be throwing away money, but they could be very good with money as it relates to the other things that they're purchasing. Not understanding that a lot of things that they're getting, they're keeping it over a long time period of time. Not understanding that also when they purchase things that are quality like clothing, they pay to have it repaired. They pay for the upkeep, which is also cost costly. And then you have those other people that are wealthy, that are on the other end of the spectrum, that they wear quite normal clothing. Some of them will wear shoes until the soles are, you're almost walking on the floor, the soles are so bad in them. They won't spend anything. We can look at them as stingy, or they only spend their money on, they only spend their, their money on clothing when they have to and when it's necessary. Like that, so there, there are two demonstrations of wealthy, but the one that is flashy is is the one that is the loudest, and what young people usually look up to, the one that is trendy, the one that is is flashy, and things like that. And your people grow up wanting those types of things. That's why they can work, and they'll be willing to spend a whole check to get that item that they saw that entertainer wearing or to get that item that boosts their confidence like that. And so I don't know like that. Um, so I don't know. And this guy states the highest in social class, the, the higher in social class one rises, the more one is obsessed with quality. So you tend to try out and adhere to certain designers. Then you go to your, alter for minor adjustments to make the clothing yours because you buy more quality items with reasonable care they last longer you're also less likely to buy items that are trendy i think i have one sweater with a hood and a zipper i own no skinny jeans and never will i like winter knit hats that cover my ears and keep my head warm and dry not not perched on my crown but conversely, I have a pair of shoes that cost $400 that I just put in to be resold last year. So he states that he has a pair of $400 shoes and he's having the, their soles fixed in them. That's what a lot of people that are wealthy don't tell you, that they're having those shoes repaired. They can, you can go get your purses repaired also. Because when you buy high-end purses, it comes with cleaning having them clean, having them repaired when they become old or begin to be worn out. 
So people are buying those things as investments and they're paying for the upkeep on them. People have one pair of expensive shoes. Then sometimes you will see people where they'll have their, their damn house, their closet is bigger than a house and it's full of shoes. And a lot of young people are looking up to that and wanting those things. And because that irresponsibility with money has been demonstrated and those people that have that money that are being are showing that money in that way, may not look at it as being irresponsible. They can look at it as they can afford it and it's bringing them attention and they are being looked up to, you know, like that. I feel that people that, well, they can feel that it's not their responsibility. I feel that somebody needs to pay, take more responsibility for what the younger people are being demonstrated like that. A lot of people may say that's their parents' job. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I just, okay. The cost for the, the to repair the soles on the shoes was $70. I've had them since 2001. I like boots. So I spent on average, about $200 a pair, but they last a minimum of 10 years before repair and are always good leather. I'm obsessed with Armani because of how the cut fits men of color. So I have several suits that normally retail at sats for $2,500. I got several for $500 brand new, a piece over 10 years ago. See, they have a way that they're shopping. And they're buying things of quality that can be kept over a span of years. You know, there are people that are wealthy that are responsible with their money. And then you have some people that are so wealthy they don't have to be responsible. And those are the people that young people look up to and want to aspire to. But the majority of them would not aspire to that. I bought a money ties at $100 a piece because I done so well on the suits. I buy more standard suits for everyday wear under with under a thousand dollars. I spent a lot of time trolling around eBay years ago when I worked from home. I got a Brioni suit brand new for $150 poverty and presentation. Now the flip side, he states people in poverty need distractions because poverty is painful, which is why so many have DVD players and flat screens, but no savings accounts, no life insurance, don't own property or assets. Clothing then becomes an expression of identity. It's not simply just see me in a quotation marks. And I live in New York City. You can see some folks from space when they really get to dressing up and venturing from poor neighborhoods. It's also about validation. See me. And he has it in quotation marks. And I am good enough. So he's stating that the poor people was will dress extravagantly because it's a way to get validation and to be seen. I feel that it could be a way to boost the confidence. And I also feel that everybody wants to look good, no matter what the in, what what side of the spectrum they're on income wise. And that if some people have the opportunity to buy that, if it's tax season or 
some type of bonus and they have the opportunity to buy something that a normal wouldn't be able to buy because of their bills or their paycheck that they're going to, if they have that opportunity, they're going to take that opportunity and buy it like that is the way the thought process could be. When you walk through Manhattan, there are all of these spaces, buildings, museums, restaurants that strike poor people as out of their range, inaccessible perhaps from social rules or outright membership, barring or intellectual differences or demands. Poor people, like all people, want to be included but don't always know the hidden rules or the morals or ethics to be admitted. That's true. And they also don't know that that a lot of people that have money they are usually not paying 100% for things. They'll be the first one. A lot, a lot of them will splurge like that. And, but then a lot of them probably are, are eating with discount prices, you know, and using discount codes. I feel that they are looking for bargains because even when you research what poor people spend, like for groceries, it's considerably less than what people that are, what, what, what wealthy people spend for grocery and for certain items is considerably less than what poor people spend because they have a way that they're shopping. They have a way that there's, there's a way that they're shopping. There's a technique that they're using. That frustration leads to one trying to be unique in at least one's appearance and become noticeable, if not appreciated. They, the wave of multicolored hair, skinny jeans, and designer clothing is also indicative of poor people having access to differing social classes and their remnants. Capitalism is neutral and practices a savage equanimity by not questioning whether someone can afford a Gucci or Burkini bag or, or baton wallet or true religion genes. If you can show up with the currency, you can have it. So there's a blurring of social class lines, which helps to support the, the mental blurring of value and self declothing. One could argue that poor people feel more visible socially, negatively, and are beating observers to the punch by being provocatively and outlandishly and expensively attired. I get seen by you before you get to judge me and I control your observation. Okay. An inverse reaction to being made invisible by poverty itself. So he's stating that poor people dress extravagantly or spend money on things that are expensive because they want to be seen and they want to be validated and they don't want to be judged as being poor by their appearance. Now, with that, appearance doesn't tell everything. This is me speaking. Because as I stated, you can have some wealthy people, they dress like normal people. And they will laugh in the face of somebody that will spend $100 on shoes or $400 on shoes. And they themselves may spend $400 on shoes or $1,000 on shoes, but they'll keep them shoes for a damn long time. And if a thread begins to fall out of the shoes, they'll go get those same pair of shoes repaired. Now, and then you can have poor people that look wealthy by, based on how they're dressed. 
you would assume that they were based on their appearance like that. Like uh, two years ago when I was talking about getting one's nails done, I got a lot of flack about this on YouTube. I was talking about how I don't go get my nails done like acrylic nails because I would add up. I added up through the years how much it would cost every two weeks to get it done. And I was like, well, if I save up that money, maybe I could buy a diamond bracelet or a diamond watch at the end of the year. And I got a lot of flack about that, about stating that. And because women stated that getting their nails done made them feel feminine. I'm feminine, but I still do my own nails. I get them done when I want to and if I want to like that. But I kind of, it's not a necessity for me. It's not a necessity because when I added up the cost, manicure, pedicure, every two weeks, end of the year, diamond bracelet, diamond necklace, watch, like that is the way that I do it. So, but that's, that's mindset. And, and example like that. Now, let's move on. Higher classes, higher classes, higher class identity isn't tied up in simply external appearance. A lot of middle to upper class is predicted on internal development and networking relationships. The quieter your internal identity, the more conservative you become because you don't need to draw attention to yourself that you don't control for your desired effect or effect. I wear my money because for the past 20 years it's conveyed that I am well-dressed, educated, reasonably attractive, attractive, and a quality person. I'm not trying to get no society to like me as much as I am dressing to signal to society my place in it and which levels I belong to and can move through, which is where networking comes in. A higher... At higher classes, you're also conscious to not conform to be accessible, acceptable, or agreeable. You could be unique, independent, avant in your personal taste, but it's based upon thought, not simply demanding emotional demonstration. So he's saying that he wears what he wears, not for attention, but due to it being a representation of his class and him socially networking with those in that social group. Now, so it's for presentation more than validation is what he's stating. And that when you're in higher class status, you don't have to conform to be accessible or acceptable. So when he's stating when you're of higher class status, you don't have to be available to people or acceptable to people or agreeable with people. You could be unique, independent. Okay, so I don't know about that. You have to, have to decide what you think. So then why do affluent people also dress in hip-hop gear? That's what he's stating also. He answers this and says, play. When you have more and are already accepted into the mental and social spaces you want to be in, do the mental work, 
or professional relationships, you could play with your external identity more because you are known beyond your clothing. So he's staying well, saying wealthy, affluent people like entertainers, they dress in hip hop gear because they are already where they want to be socially. So they can wear what they want to do wear because they're not, their clothing isn't defining now. They're, they're known by something more than that. And they can speak in uh, however they want to also using certain language because they're already, they're already where they want to be like that. So they have a little bit more freedom than the rest of us, I guess is what his point is. Okay. In funny ways, it's like poor people are dressing to obscure how they feel on the inside, which may be in pain, which may be in pain, sad, depressed, lost, less than, and not poor. And, and poor people dress to express how they feel on the inside, which is more controlled by simple and simple in the sense of less complexity and the opinions of others. So he stated that poor people dress extravagantly and spend money on want, want to spend money on extravagant things because it's the high sadness of being poor and other people's opinions of them. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel that 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 answer was a little bit out of touch. I feel that that answer was a little bit out of touch. I do now. And for some reason, I feel that that answer was out of touch and maybe was from the perspective of, of like, I feel that it wasn't as deep as that. I feel like it felt that it was as simple as when you have the opportunity to purchase something that you want or the extra money to do it, you're going to splurge on it. That simple. And it's, and I, and that sometimes people with money are more money conscious and money focused. And, but still able to get what they want. I feel that it was that simple. He went uh, like deep. He went deep, but kind of, I feel that he was out of touch and wasn't completely correct. You all have this out what you think about it. This guy states, look at the spending. And we're looking at these men because the men are in the hot seat and we're getting their opinions and ideas on various topics. And, you know, these opinions and ideas have influence and are influencing younger people in society. Because it's what's being demonstrated and what they're looking up to. What they have, what has been demonstrated and what they have looked up to. This person states, look at the spending habits of rich people and poor people. Rich people are obsessed with making money and are less inclined to make frivolous purchases. Poor people are generally more concerned about their personal image and people's perception of them. So they'll spend money. The exception are the exceptions are entertainers as their image is part of their appeal. 
So he's saying that entertainers and people in the entertainment industry have to spend money because they have to maintain their image in, of fashion. And that rich people are focused on making money and that, that rich people are obsessed with making money and are less inclined to make frivolous purchase. That they're more focused on making money and they're not just going to throw it away. Poor people are generally more concerned about their personal image and people's perception of them. That poor people are worried about what people think of them. Now, I feel that rich people make frivolous purchases also, but they can afford to make them. Rich people have little to prove estates. They have a good house, good care, good career. Would they buy an expensive watch or shoes? Yeah, he states, but they tend to be more reserved in nature. Poor people don't have as much going on in their lives. They'll resort to peacocking. I don't know what that means as a sort of validation of themselves. People aren't going to be impressed by their home, car or career, but they can look good. He put look good in quotation marks. For me, I'm squarely middle class. A long while ago, I realized by quality and quality in all capital marks, clothes that are more timeless tend to be much cheaper in the long run. I have boots that I bought during Obama's first term that are just now starting to wear out. I have shirts, jackets, pants that I've, that I've owned for just as long and still are going strong. Okay. Now let's talk about looking good. Now, looking, wanting to look good doesn't have anything to do with how wealthy or poor you are. I feel that people should be looking good in general. As good as they can look. Clean, bathe, decent enough clothes on. And if somebody is doing that, I don't feel that like it has anything to do with them feeling sad on the inside or whatever, whatever like that. Now, but I could be not right. Okay. This guy states, I once ran a transportation company in Alaska. We had 13 cars and limousines. We took people from all over the world. Most dressed just like everyone else. However, the people that had the least amount of money used to use the, use the, limousines the most yes i will pull up in 175 dollars per hour stretch eight two hummer limo to trailer parts in the dead of winter 15 degrees fahrenheit okay that's what it states then 12 to 14 people will pile in to go bar hopping sometimes i will see plastic and tape over a window or two of the trailer they came out of now, I could tell they could hardly pay rent, but somehow just wanted to feel like they were special, and we provided that. Now, the H2 limo had a four-hour four hour minute charge plus 20% gratuity. That's $700 plus $140 tip. I was in some ways glad they did because at least they were not driving drunk. Of course, I pocketed the money. For them doing this, which let me own, operate, and drive some of the nicest cars on the market. 
This included a armored Lincoln town car. So he made money off the poor. From the poor wanting to feel rich by getting their $700 plus $140 tip limousine ride. Now, is it his fault or the poor's fault? Now, that's something. That's something. I was in some ways glad they did because, okay, okay. Yes, we did drive the rock band STYX. I don't know what that is. The Sultan of Saudi Arabia, the Vice President of China, Rudy Giuliani, that's his name, and many other wonderful people, including cabinet members for the president. But these low-income people let me live in shorts and fish and play because they had a very different set of habits and spending. I sold that company 10 years ago. So he said that the poor people had a peculiar way of spending their money and it afforded him quite a decent lifestyle. Like that. So that's, that's like, that's a lot. That's a lot. And this one states, they don't need attention and, ne and recognition from people. Most of the rich people have got success in life by their hard work and extreme dedication to their work not by their appearance, physique, or exotic clothes. Former Apple CEO Steve Jobs to present billionaires such as Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, Phil Knight, Warren Buffett, all wear very simple clothes. Interestingly, these people don't have time to think about their clothes, and they are extremely passionate about their work. On the other hand, general people want to get more attention by their look, physique, and style instead of hard work. They take selfies, pictures, update their status, or tweet every hour and consistently upload pictures in Instagram and other social media. That's the re reason they wear stylish dress and clothing. Okay. I've seen people that are wealthy that look quite plain. It is mostly amongst men. And then I've seen a few, some women also that look quite plain that were wealthy also. I've seen both ends of the spectrum.
But see, I feel that maybe they are already confident, so they don't have to wear it. And sometimes they can look plain, but what they have on is quite expensive. And it just it just looks plain. Like they'll have on a sweater that's like plain, but the sweater would be of good quality. The material would be. And it just look plain. It's not, it's not, it doesn't look like what you'll see on Instagram, like sparkly and shiny. And it doesn't look like that. So I don't know, but it makes one thing. There's this philosophy I came around, which I'd be obliged to share with y'all. I read many articles about these rich people like Zuckerberg, Warren Buffett, all these rich people live, in, live a very uncluttered life, happy with simple shit. Whereas the middle class or lower class people are complete opposite. Being middle class, I observed many people from my surroundings and myself also. I was surprised at knowledge that rich people value money more than the generalized middle class. Rich people are rich because they know when to save money. One particular incident I know about to support the claim is when Gates and Buffett went to eat outside. They paid with discount coupons. Yeah. Yeah. Point being that rich people are way more humble towards money than the middle class. However, there are many spoiled rich people and very simple living poor people. Yeah. Just a generalized philosophy states. There are, there are, Spoiled rich people, and those are the ones that are gonna be flashy. They're usually gonna be the, the younger ones, like that, like spoiled. Their parents spoiled them, and things like that. Is or they could they could be people my age that are spoiled, that are rich, and they spoil themselves. Or I'm not them like that because I'm not rich. And then there could be simple living poor people. I stated a couple of years ago that I, you know how they say live within your means. And I stated a couple of years. I think that living below your means is best. And that's a good way to save money. And a lot of rich people living below their means, what they're spending, they could be spending sometimes a lot. The ones that are money focused, they, they could be spending a lot, but they can sometimes be living below their means. They could probably spend more than that. Just like with the paying with discount coupons. I remember when, when, like with Starbucks, remember you all, how I was on that Starbucks like that is, and I, you have the app on your phone where you could get, I was at, at one point I was like getting so many free Starbucks drinks. Cause when you use the app and you use discount codes, you can get so many things for free. Now, Think about somebody like me knowing that. Okay, that's most definitely money, folks, with my moon and Capricorn. Think about what wealthy people know about keeping money. About If they know how to make it, they know how to keep it and be able to spend it and live luxuriously. The thing is, they don't tell the young people, a lot of them don't, about how they're getting what they're getting. The young people that look up to them, especially in the entertainment industry. And these and younger people want to excel to that. They want to be that and have that, you know. And those are sometimes wealth limits that they're not going to aspire to. Poor poor households. This guy states this: poor households tend to spend almost twice as much on their children's prom dresses. And on a prom than wealthier household. 
poor families spend $600 more on prom than wealthier ones. That's what I was stating also. And poor people, I know when school starts, they'll get their children a lot of school clothes. Wealthy people, they'll get them like two outfits sometimes. And then you have the wealthy people that spoil their children. They'll give them the whole, new outfits for the whole year. It depends. Just like what I was stating about, about with grocery, how wealthy people spend less on grocery than poor people do. When I came across that, I was damn surprised. Wealthier families are typically better at managing, managing their finances than poor ones, but poor people also like to spend more on important occasions. When you're poor, you will typically carry a chip on your shoulder. You will often feel the need to prove to the world that you're somebody. A common way they want to achieve this goal is by wearing expensive designer brands or driving luxury vehicles, even if it means they'll go in debt and struggle to pay for it. Poor people will also typically want the clothes they, they buy to be flashy. This means it has to catch people's eye, big prominent logos, gold jewelry, diamonds, and bright colored shoes, sneakers are the one way that they do this. Okay. Three reasons why rich people don't bother to dress too extravagantly. They have nothing to prove to others. Their success in some areas of life is proof enough of their worth. Wealthy people like to stay wealthy. So why waste money to prove something you and enough friends already know? Buying newest, shiny, fancy stuff gets boring really fast. They might indulge in this practice while young, but they mostly understand soon enough how pointless it is. Then there are people who, for various reasons, overspend on clothes, cars, etc., some just live in illusions and think that spending like rich makes them rich. Many people make that mistake and end up in lots of debt. Some, mostly younger, more ambitious people overdress to fake it till you make it. Reasons to motivate himself to push harder towards goals to fit into wealthier networking opportunities. Some men do it to get attention of girls they like. I don't know. This is the most important here, and then we're going to end it on this. Before you rush out and emulate the fashion of rich and famous Hollywood types, understand that celebrities not only get their clothes for free, but they charge the fashion house big bucks to wear their clothes, all negotiated by their agent, sold to the highest bidder. The truly wealthy could care less and dress tastefully and unpretentiously. The wannabe rich attempt to emulate the Hollywood elites, and they pay dearly for it. Who's the biggest fool? The rich stay rich for a good reason. I keep it simple. I get what I like. It doesn't have to be flashy. As long as I can look good in it, as long as it's fitting me well, and as long as I can keep it for a five to seven year period, I'm okay.